listeners, and welcome to Everything Korean with D, your weekly gateway to the captivating world of Korea. I'm your host, Donna, and I am thrilled to take you on this enchanting journey as I discover all about various Korean topics. Hi listeners, welcome back. I thought I'd take this opportunity this week to talk about some of my favourite Korean recipes and my go-to if I'm in the mood for something really tasty that's got a little bit of a kick. I mean, I absolutely love tteokbokki, ramen and bibimbap because they're simple meals to make and I thought I'd go into them a bit more about how I can translate them into meals that I enjoy because I do not like spicy. I like a bit of a kick, but not where it's burning my mouth to pieces. So I thought I'd go into some of that. So tteokbokki is something I truly do like because it's a really filling meal. It's a very popular comfort dish, which mostly is made of the chewy rice cake, which is the tok, and then cooked in a spicy, sweet and savoury sauce. So primarily the main ingredients are the tuk, which are the rice cakes that's made from glutinous rice flour. And then spices are gochujang which is the fermented red chilli paste, which gives it the kick. Gochugaru, which is the Korean red pepper flakes, which I don't add because that really gives too much of a kick for me. They use anchovy stock, but for me, I use either veg stock or chicken stock because I don't like anything too fishy. Um, they also use fish cakes, sliced fish cakes. Um, but for me, I substitute that for hot dogs or chicken pieces. And then there's lots of other little bits and pieces. They add the sugar and soy sauce, sesame seeds. It all just adds to the different levels of the meal. And as I said, for me, I don't really like spicy food. So for me, I tend to add um, some honey when I half the gochujang and take out the gochugaru. And I add honey and I also add some natural yogurt because milk products reduce the heat in spicy food. And it just makes it that little bit more palatable for me. Unfortunately, I'm a bad UK person who doesn't seem to like spicy. But the other reason I find it hard to use some of their ingredients that they have is because I can't actually get it where I live. Unfortunately, I am out in the middle of nowhere. So for me to buy stuff, I have to buy it online. And so a lot of this stuff you can't buy online because it's fresh or it's frozen. And it's, there's just no way to get it to me without it ruining. But it's not totally impossible for me to get the ingredients. I can get them. It just means I have to buy them in bulk when I do go to somewhere. So it's usually the big cities or anything. And, you know, I can buy it frozen and fresh and get it back because I can put it in bags. So then I've got it. Something I always can get in my local supermarket, which is a bit random, is the gochujang. For some reason they sell that, but none of the other stuff. But I'm happy with that. I can take it. And the thing with tteokbokki is you can add anything you like to it really and just make it something that suits each person's taste and you can you can add cheese so you can put that on the top i use the um sliced cheese the the single cheese as they call it here and i put a few slices of that over the top let it melt down and then stir it in and that adds a nice texture as well the main thing with tteokbokki is the rice cake you've got to prepare them right if they come to you hard you need to soften them up for 10 minutes in water just slightly before they get cooked and then when you're cooking them you need to just simmer them nice and slow so that they reach the desired softness but not too soft otherwise they just become a mush and they are very filling because it is rice after all 
So, you know, it's just watching what you do in regards to the rice cakes. But you can also use rice cakes in other meals. So it's always handy to have some. I have mine in the freezer and then I can take them out and soak them and do whatever I need to. Not ideal because they do crack a little bit when they defrost. But it's the only way I can manage to have a nice meal like this. The thing I like about Tokboki is it's something I can prepare really quickly and I can simmer it nice and slowly whilst I'm doing other things. And then you can have it as a snack or you can have it as a meal. And it's just, it's such a beautiful dish. Something I have discovered whilst looking up Tokboki recipes is there's one called Raboki. It's a combination of ramen noodles and Tokboki. So you just add ramen noodles and enhance it a little bit more. I mean, everybody loves ramen. Tell me somebody that doesn't and I will tell them they're a liar. I could talk all day about Tokboki because it's such a delicious meal. Like I say, when you get your spice level just right, it's nice and warming and nice and filling and easy, versatile, so easy. Another of my favourite meals to make is bibimbap. Again, it's a simple meal to make. It's mixed rice. It's colourful because it has lots of different seasoned vegetables in it, full of protein because you can add different meats to it. You can add chicken, you can add beef, and it's got gochujang in it. Again, it adds just a kick of spice, but it's how you prepare it as well. So traditionally, they use short grain white rice, but you can use any form of rice, really, brown rice or other grains. I use basmati because I've always got that in my house. So I generally buy them in big bags. So it works still as well, but you just got to cook it differently. And you can use absolutely any vegetables in this. You just julienne everything. You julienne carrots, cucumber, bean sprouts, mushrooms, courgette, anything, absolutely anything. But you just got to make sure that you season each one ideally and cook it separately and then put it all to one side. So the protein side of it is usually beef, which is bulgogi, but you can use pork. And if you're vegetarian, you can use tofu and also add a fried egg or two. It doesn't matter. It's all the same. And then you've got the base sauce, which is the gochujang, which is obviously the chili paste sauce and sesame seeds and scallions, or in England, as we call them, spring onions. Be mindful how you're preparing your vegetables. Just prepare them how you would like them. You know, it's not, no recipes are ever set. I've always said this to people, just because a recipe is there, unless it's exact for cakes and things like that, because everything has to be measured correctly. Things like this, it's, just, it's kind of a throw together pot. You just, you're just throwing together stuff. So prepare it how you would like it. Season it how you would like it. I mean, I've always got in my cupboard sesame oil, sesame seeds and Soy sauce, soy sauce. Who doesn't have soy sauce? So and salt and pepper. So season how you would like to. I mean, I've got a condiment shelf to rival chefs. To be honest, if there's a spice out there, I can guarantee I've got it. Some are harder for me to get, like the gochuguru. I can't get that. I have to go and buy that. It's not something that's in the UK stores. But again, I don't really tend to use that very often. I'll put it in my husband's food because he absolutely likes blow your head off spice. Another thing with these meals is base is done the same, but I can separate them down. So if you aren't keen on it, but your partner, children, whoever like spicy food, then you can separate it down. That's just the beauty of these meals. You can make your own parts, separate them off and then spice up the other if you want to. And the thing with bibimbap is the assembly of it. It's just so unique. You layer your rice in the bowl, however you've cooked it, and then you just 
separate the prepared vegetables into their little sections on top. And then you put your protein in the middle. I would put the protein bit in the middle. So your, your meat or your egg or whatever. I tend to do meat and egg because I love fried eggs and just getting the yolk just right so that when you open it up, the yolk falls into the meal and adds an another texture, another layer. So as I say, when you're assembling it, you put in the rice, your meat in the middle, all your veggies around the outside and however many eggs you want. I like two or three because I'm a bit of a sucker for eggs. And then you just add the sauce over the top and adjust the spiciness for your preference, of course, the soy sauce and everything else. And then that's how you would serve it in a big bowl called a dolsot, if you want to, which is a hot stone bowl. I tend to just serve it in a standard bowl because I can't do hot stone bowls in my house. And when you serve it, you then just take your chopsticks and mix it all up and then serve it out to everybody. It's a lovely meal. Again, filling. If you want to make it more, you can add more. It's entirely up to you. If you want to know any of the recipes, I'll put some links on my Twitter account so that you can find them. And I've also got a recipe book that I will link for you as well, because in there, there's all sorts of different recipes from mandu to all the rice dishes, noodle dishes, desserts and all sorts that you can try out yourself. And I always say, if you want to try anything, just try it. You can't go wrong. Food is food. As long as you don't burn it, obviously, and don't undercook stuff. All meals are versatile. These two are, as I say, my two favourite go to if I want something quick and simple and something that I, I truly do think is a staple of the Korean diet, to be honest. I think these are the two that I see the most often on programs that I watch. And also ramen is something else. Obviously, the spicy ramen is killer for me. So again, I dull it down with adding sugary stuff or vinegary bits just, just to take that kick out for me. But again, it's filling meals, snacks or anything like that. And you can just, again, ramen, buy a pot ramen, add an egg to it, add sausage to it, add meat, add anything to it. Just be adventurous with your foods. Give it a go. You never know. You might find your key recipe for the rest of your life. I hope you like my little intake into the, the two meals that I most enjoy. I'm more than happy to go into other recipes. Like I say, I've got the recipe book and I'll leave links for these recipes that I have found for me and also the book in my Twitter feed and in the notes for this podcast. So enjoy. And I'll see you in a couple of weeks. If that's all right, I'm going to start doing every couple of weeks instead of weekly, just because I'm trying to make sure I get enough decent content for you guys. And I think the next time I'm going to start again on a K-drama, I just got to decide which one I'd like to talk about. So join me again and I will be discussing a K-drama. See you soon. If you've loved what you've heard today, don't forget to subscribe, rate and leave a review. Your feedback means the world to me and helps me improve. I'll be back next week with another exciting episode. So stay tuned and keep spreading the word about my podcast. Remember, you're capable of achieving incredible things. Keep striving, stay curious and keep being your awesome selves. Until next time, take care, stay inspired and keep listening to everything Korean with D. Ta-ta for now.